Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Greetings, it's been too long. <laughs> Alright. Won't you stand by this fire that I've constructed It's been for a week. You? I mean, it has been a week. <laughs> no, it's been two weeks. No, but I released the episode last week. So, uh... to the foolish listeners, it's been a week. They don't know anything about what's really happened. Yeah, they don't know about that time that I erased in the middle there. <laughs> You're just like, hey... Last week didn't happen, did it, guys? Mm. Great. Okay, it's coming out this week. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Valentine, the other one of the co-hosts. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast where we recap and discuss a little anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. One episode at a time. And which episode are we talking about today, I hear you ask? Well, Nick, I'm glad you asked. But I didn't, I said nothing at all. Today, we watched the 20th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Golden Wind. We've officially passed the halfway point of the story. (gasps) We're only halfway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. It is also the 133rd episode of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure story as a whole. Ooh. Ooh. Them big numbers. Yeah. Is that a prime number or is that oh, just... Oh, it certainly is. It's, 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 my, it's the primest number in my book. Nice. But seriously though, is it a prime number or not, It covers chapters 516 through 519 of the original manga. Hang on, I'm doing... I'm just calculating how many chapters that is in my head. And how many of those chapters are prime numbers? Yeah, so there's not 518 and not 516. But the other two, maybe. Probably maybe not, not 19. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, point and being. And more importantly. No one cares. Who cares? <laughs> Deep down. I know someone out there. Someone, one person who listens to us. Likes numbers. Likes numbers. The TV show. Num three is about <laughs> the guy who uses maths to solve crimes. And then in the second season, they just went, ah, oh, you know what? Use guns. It's way more effective. But I can use maths to count the number of bullets needed to solve this crime. Do, 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 do. That's a gun sound. There was only five bullets in the chamber, but there are six bullet holes. Do I feel lucky, punk? Hmm. This episode is entitled The Last Order from the Boss. <gasps> the final mission. The end game. Oh man, when you had that last order from the boss and you have to fight her in that field full of cherry blossoms. Oh my god. Are they cherry blossoms? I don't know. Or are they daffodils or something? <laughs> I don't give a shit. Every- <laughs> it's symbolism. <laughs> You've got to feel it so you can cry like a manly man. And you're man. doing CQC and you're like, no, mum slash girlfriend, I don't want to destroy you, hey, but I have to. Hey Liam, speaking yeah. of not wanting to destroy, but I have to, <laughs> did you know that this episode is brought to you by the unfortunately segued patron, Tyler Evans. Tyler Evans. A patron, if ever I've heard of one. You know, I hear, just on the down low... On the DL. ...that Tyler Evans is a patron. Well, you know, I was perusing through our list of patrons the other night... Yeah. ...and you'll never guess whose name I saw. Who? Tyler Evans. Get out of here! No. So scandal. Oh my god. Hey, did you hear... Uh, I heard a friend of a friend of ours Mm -hmm. uh, recently found out uh, that someone is on our patron list. Mm -hmm. Tyler Evans. No way. You know, I have a friend who works for the gossip columns and he was giving me the DL on a big scoop he had. Uh Uh-huh. And you know what that big scoop was? Let me just just rustle in nice and close so no paparazzo overhear me. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. He told me 
one of our Patreon subscribers was uh-huh. Tyler Evans. Oh my god! This is insane. Oh. This is a complete coincidence with a rumour that I've heard circulating. Oh, dish girl. So I've been doing a little bit of work for... Um, the, the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, they're not big on rumours, but there's one rumour that does sound substantiated. That Tyler Evans no. is our patron. Tyler Evans? Of all people... Tyler Evans. He's our patron. Tyler Evans, thank you. Thank you for dealing with that very drawn-out horse that then got beat into a Drawn-out horse. Yeah, that then got beaten into a pulp. Hi, I'm Drawn Out Horse. You may know my brother, Hole. <laughs> He's just there like, so what's your power? Oh, I don't really have one. My sword comes out of its holster forever. It's like one of them handkerchiefs <laughs> that just keeps going That's an and awesome going. power. <laughs> so, how do you use it? Oh, I, I just, don't. I just throw it and then it just keeps going. I just put some poison on the sheath and uh, use the sword to shoot the sheath oh at them. Oh my god. I just, you know what you could do? You know that bit in The Simpsons where um, uh, Homer has Snake's car and Snake is trying to kill him to get his car back? Oh, yes, and he puts the wire and over the road. he puts the, the wire over the road yep. and so he tries to, like, decapitate And needs premium, dude. Premium. So imagine that, but you just throw this sword out of the holster across the road. No more piano wire needed. Or indeed, if you throw the holster across the road and the sword keeps going with it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm a genius. But I've just created a shitty power and an even shittier <laughs> it application. It one of the things that we use piano wire for. <laughs> I could use this in one very niche scenario that will never happen ever again. You said cut down trees. How? It just, you take it out and it goes forever. It goes forever. If you put it back in, does it get repaired? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. You're making this up. I am making this What's up. What's the name of this stand? Uh, Drawn Out Horse is the stand user. Yep. So then what's the name of the stand? Uh, fucking, how about we go with one of my favorite bands? The, uh, no, that's terrible. Uh, how about we go with West Kanye? All right. Because legally distinct from Kanye West. Sure. And also because it only ever goes West. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a new wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 20. Oh yeah, this is about JoJo's, isn't it? Oh, that wasn't? Okay. So. So. Everyone's just having a nice little time cruising through the streets of Venice. It's like canals everywhere. We're Canal City, baby. And we're all like, yeah, this is pretty nice. Yeah, we're completing our mission. We're like five minutes away from the Rialto Bridge. I'm going to get to the destination. Now, there is one more thing that the boss has said to them on this disc. That's right, yeah. Which is the mission. Yeah. The final mission. So, um... I could what? just see, we're both so hype to talk about everything that we're struggling to yeah, talk. Yeah. So, Bruno is in the tunnel. Yes. I think Fugo's also down there, or is Fugo out above? No, Fugo's out above okay. talking to Bruno. Someone was, like, spinning a D20 or something. No, no, what that was, was that the about? disc. It's oh. blurring. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and it's all like... Right, 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 right. You were too busy taking notes. Uh, Twas, twas. I'm the details man. So yeah, Fugo's driving the boat and Bruno's in the turtle looking up at them being like, I'm gonna just give you the skinny on the final orders from the boss. (gasps) What are they? Why? We're gonna look at the OA disc. (laughs) I forgot it was called an OA disc. Still not really sure what that means. An optical... uh, Illusion? Optical illusion (laughs) disc. It almost says what things are on the disc, but it only kind of generally, vaguely describes mm, mm. them. Mm. 
So it was like, yep, thanks for getting Trish this far for me. Great work, boys. Preloaded this message on the disc when you guys were getting on the train. So don't know how many of you are still left alive, but if you got the disc, you must be doing something right. Nice. Anyway, final mission. Um, just, just no big deal. Just uh, if you don't follow these orders exactly, I'll assume you're going to betray me and mm-hmm. I'll have you killed. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Okay, no problemo. Not a care in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what's the orders? Go to San Giorgio Maggiore. Okay, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Let's just do a quick, quick location fact check there. Ah, oh, oh, it's auto completing. <gasps> oh. People have been looking for this. Is one of the islands of Venice, northern Italy, lying east of Giudecca and south of the main island group. Shit, it actually is real. It looks just like in the JoJo. It does look just like it was drawn. Truly, life imitates art, Liam. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Oh man, Hiroki Araki made this really cool church. We should build that. So we did. <laughs> we got this spare island just sitting there. That's pretty dope though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's got a big tower. It's got a big like domey one as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's got some boats. In popular culture. The island and the church were featured in a pivotal showdown in the anime and manga JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Vento Oreo. That's right. Its claim to fame is that it was in JoJo's. It was also painted by Monet at dusk. Yeah, but who would care about that when it's in JoJo's? Pretty cool painting. That is pretty cool. San Giorgio Maggiore at dusk. Or Maggiore? Or San Giorgio Maggiore at dusk. Dusk. Can I, can I just say... We have butchered the Italian language. Oh, absolutely. But at the same time, God damn it! it's all in the same letters, and yet it's all pronounced differently. There are multiple versions of this painting. What? There's one in Cardiff and one in Tokyo. What? How does that work? Well, Weird. He just got so excited, he was like, I'm, I'm going gonna to do, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> does, it, does the first one in like 30 days, and then the second one is like, I'll just bash this one out over there. I can do better. Yeah, Yeah. all right. There we go. Uh, Splash, splash. Great. I'm I'm a Monet. Now give me some money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So anyway, that's the first piece of the order. Go there. Go to there. Yeah. Place with a big tower. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's the second part of the order? Why, um, when you get there, one of you is going to go up to that bell tower Uh and give me Trish. Just one of you, you and Trish in the elevator. No one else. Not two people? Not two people? Not three. Well, technically two people because it's, oh, yeah. it's Trish and... Person and Trish. Yep. Yep. Okay, sure. But what about if, say, more than oh, one of us... Absolutely forbidden. Hmm. No good. This is a pre-recorded message. <laughs> it's like you're just talking to this thing. It's like, but hang on, what about... No, I already know what you're going to say. No, <laughs> stop it. Also... Be there within 15 minutes of retrieving this disc. Disc has a GPS tracker in it, so I can see what you're doing. Fantastic. And also, the other guys have to wait on the boat, not even allowed to go on the island. I mean, that is a weird one, but oh, okay. And I missed that um, the bodyguard in the elevator with Trish isn't allowed to have anything on their person. No guns. No cell phones. No knives. Ooh. No zips. I mean, probably not. Oh, oh, okay. Probably allowed to have zips, normal part of the clothing. Oh, okay, alright. What if guns are part of my clothing, though? (laughs) I mean, if I still am allowed to wear clothes, and I just have a gun attached to it... Yeah, what if I've got a cannon surgically implanted in my chest? Yeah. Where do we draw the line between man and weapon? So they're all like, oh, great, we're almost done with this mission. Woo, woo. (laughs) (laughs) They all sound super enthused. 
oh man, we're gonna we're gonna have a bit of a hangout in Venice when we're done here. Oh. We're gonna have successfully completed our mission. We're in Venice. They got great food here. Oh, I hear there's a really nice restaurant just across the canal. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna get some uh, some linguine and some some spaghetti al nero di sepia. And hey. That's that black spaghetti, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And then Aranti is like, yeah, I just remembered I was hungry. <laughs> Do you ever get that? No. You never feel like you just remember that you're hungry? No, because I'm always hungry. Mm, that is fair. That is very fair. For podcasts. <laughs> you're hungry for good content. Yeah. Oh, man. Everything is content. <laughs> Even our content. <laughs> Technically, this is content. You're welcome. <laughs> In the most technical sense. Bruno's like, ease up guys, mission's not over yet. Keep your guard up, you little shits. Keep your guard up, and by that I mean stay on this boat and don't leave this boat. If you dare come onto the island, (laughs) I will personally fuck you up. Jorno's like, oh yes, so one of us has to go up, so I volunteer as tribute. And Abakio's like, oh, you fucking (laughs) asshole, Jorno. I can't believe the gall of you to volunteer to be the guy. Bruno Bucciarati. He's the guy. He's the capo. He should go up. Bruno's the man. Just didn't say someone specifically in the message because the boss didn't know who'd be dead. Yeah. Fuck you, Jono. Kill you, Jono. <laughs> you little shithead. Yeah. So Bruno's like, okay, yes, I will go. Very normal. Have just some some normal eye contact with Jono for a minute here. There's a mm. lot of meaningful eye contact. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I wrote in my note. Meaningful eye contact. <laughs> They're all like... And as they stare at each other, like it does that thing where like it superimposes the other one over and then like the green colour palette. And it's like... Mm. It's like a western, but with an additional western being played on top. Bruno, Giorno says with his eyes, you've got to find out who the boss is when you go in there. And Bruno's all like... I know. Hey, what are you doing later? <laughs> hey, Jono, can you give me one of your little badge things? They say that a sun beetle is a sign ladybug. of good luck. Is that a ladybug? Yeah. Oh. What did they, you say? A sun beetle. What's a sun beetle? What Jono wears? Jono wears ladybugs. I thought he said sun beetle. He said ladybug. <gasps> okay, I can see how you'd see that resemblance. Yes. But they're ladybugs. God damn it. Anyway, he's like, hey, can I borrow one of your ladybug brooch things? And Jonah's like, no. Get these the are, fuck out of here. These are my signature thing. If I leave, if I give you one of them, I have to give you both of them to be symmetrical. If I give you one of these, I might need to regrow my eye later <laughs> and I won't be able to do it. Do you understand the fear yeah, that's on. going through me right Jonah now? Yeah, hang on. used one of those earlier to regrow his eye and he's still got two. Yeah. He's just got like a whole stash of them in the turtle. Well, they were just by the ocean, weren't they? Now, how many fish are in the sea, Liam? Plenty I more. I don't know what that means. He took the fish and he turned it into one he of the... He can't do that. What are you talking about? Jorno? Yeah. Yeah? You can turn things into creatures. Oh. Baby faces. Baby could turn creatures into things. Right. I see now. I see. Yes. I see. Yes. Jorno's going to drive the boat into the canal. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to turn it into a submarine whale. So he gives him the thing, and they don't talk about this, but after John, after Bruno gets the brooch, he's like, Jorno's used his power to turn this into a tracking device. And we see it pulsating lightly. With like a heartbeat. Mm. A very uncomfortable heartbeat, yeah, it's given gross. that it's meant to be a beetle. You know how you're just staring at a beetle and its whole body just goes like, do, 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 do. You know? No. <laughs> but I'm willing to believe that it's possible. Fugo 
has his moment now where he's like, um, excuse me, Bruno Bucciarati, if I could be so bold as to say, uh, I just want to say here and now mm-hmm. that I always knew you'd become a capo. Okay. And I know that y- I know you can complete this yeah. mission of walking through a room and going up an elevator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I know that when you've done that, we're going to be even better mobsters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, stop kissing my ass for a second. <laughs> Let's go, Trish. Does he, does he actually go... Yes, let's go. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> well, they just like start wordlessly walking off. True. So a lot of shots here of Trish and Bruno just walking wordlessly through these big architectural halls, which lovingly crafted, surely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they do absolutely nothing. Yep. Trish. Just a lot of walking. Trish looks downcast a fair bit. Mm. Like, oh, mm. I am at another turning point. I uh, sort of um. A fork stuck in the road, if you know what I'm saying. A fork stuck in the road. It's like time, or more accurately, Bruno Bucciarati is grabbing me by the wrist and saying it's time to go. Ah, the classic mm, motif. Yes. And now, just when I get up that elevator, mm. it's the situation, it's going to be unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But I hope in the end, it's right. You see, these last few days, I've had the time of my life. <laughs> I see, I see. Go on, please. That's all the lyrics I know. Okay. <laughs> Do you think anyone actually gets our references and goes... Yes! No, They're and, very basic. No, and then goes, wow. They're so smart. That, that was That amazing. was beautiful, Liam. <laughs> or do you think they go... Man, you guys are just... What are you, what are you doing uh, with your did life? Did I just go, unsubscribe? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a patron and now I'm not. Oh no. Best choice of my life. <laughs> now I'm rolling in the dough. Oh my god, I saved a whole dollar a month. My complexion has cleared up. Oh, You know, I was stressing out about paying these idiots money. Meanwhile, in the boat, waiting, Jono's looking at the laptop being like, yes, I'm tracking Bruno. He's walking in a straight line. Yes, of course. It's the classic ambush manoeuvre. Don't know why their laptop has a map of the... I mean, it's probably just on a publicly available map, right? But it's a I church. Su- I suppose that it's internet times now. Yeah, two thousand and it's, it's not like four G times. No, but it is also mafia, so they might have some super secret tech going on. True, true. Or maybe Araki doesn't understand how the internet works. <laughs> so the elevator doors open, and they're like, "Huh, the elevator doors already open. Let's go, Trish." And Trish is like, "Oh no, I'm having second thoughts. She's so sweaty all of a sudden. What's going to happen to me when I get up there?" I don't know, know or love this man who claims to be my father. I just got kidnapped by a bunch of gangsters. I didn't sign up for this. Bruno's all like, calm down, Trish. No one gives a shit. <laughs> families, Basically. Families don't care about that. At worst, you'll probably get killed. At best, you'll probably need plastic surgery and be put into some kind of relocation program. So come on, man. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and she's like, it's not like I'm nervous or anything. And then they go into the elevator and then they hold hands because she is indeed nervous or something. Uh, indeed. So they're standing silent in this elevator. A lot of awkward tension in the room, I'm sure. A lot of, I'll need to get relocated via my dad, who I've never met and who I can't stay with because he's a mafia boss and I might need plastic surgery. But I, I like my face. And I like I my... would never want to look in a mirror and see someone else's face. And I like my not knowing my dad. <laughs> yeah, he's a mafia guy. He sounds like an asshole. And it, what, what happens if he does kill me? This is terrible. This is a lose-lose situation for me. And then Bruno's like, we're almost to the top. And he looks over and Trish is gone. But he's holding onto her hand. What? Which has been cut off 
so perfectly on like the wrist. Yeah. And so he's only holding her hand. A la Yoshikage Kira. Ah, they're the same person. The boss, anyway. The boss is the inverse sort of serial killer to Kira. Where he loves women's bodies but hates their gross hands. Mm, Weird. (laughs) That's weird. So Bruno immediately is like... This is trouble. What the fuck? Where'd Trish go? Why is there a huge like crater in the roof of the lift? Why am I still in the lift? The boss! Could he have done this? He just wanted us to bring her to him so he could kill her himself. What a flashback. It's 1991. Bruno Bucciarati was a young boy growing up in a fishing village with his dad who was a fisherman. Bruno's dad didn't really like people, but he always did best by his family. Relatable. (laughs) Hey Bruno, would you like to fix this net for me? All right. That's not what he sounded like at all. Hi, I'm child Bruno Bucciarati. Much better. Yeah. Much na, better. Na, 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 na. <laughs> so even as a child, Bruno has the same haircut. Same bowl haircut. It's a bit longer. Like it's because his yeah. facial proportions are different. Yeah. So which would imply that his hair is basically the same length, but his face has grown. <laughs> His hair has never changed, not one iotum. And we see him a couple of years later in this flashback too, where he starts wearing the um, the clothing with the um, the The teardrops. Oh my god, it's so weird just seeing him. You know, some people, they reach a certain age, they pick a style and they just go with it for the rest of their lives. I mean, I definitely didn't do that. (laughs) I say wearing the same clothes I've worn since high school. (laughs) (laughs) And Bruno's mother... Was always nice and read to him at night. And we sh- we see that she's reading a book to him called... My father is a Pegasus? The Pegasus's father, the I Pegasus's think. The Pegasus's father. One day the Pegasus came down and had a dad. What happened next, Ma? Nothing. The end. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Bruno. Little did he know... The troubles of the world were going to catch up with him. Mm. Yes, because much like the very sea that Mm. Bruno's dad sailed upon, his marriage with his wife was heading for rocky waters. (gasps) That was a very tenuous metaphor. What a tortured simile. (laughs) Tortured, much like Trish assuredly would be if she had fallen into the hands of the Hitman team. Thank you. But we don't care about her anymore (laughs) because it's Bruno time. So when he was seven, his parents got divorced. Rough. And he overhears them talking about it at night and he's, his mum's all like, yep, I'm going to get a fresh start, move into the city. Everything will be okay. And his dad's all like, shit. But what about Bruno? Sweet little Bruno, our bambino. So they leave it for a night. Yep. Uh, and then the next night, his mum comes up but to him. They sit him down. And he's all like, Bruno? Sorry. Bruno? Your mother? Fuck. <laughs> Bruno? Your father and I love you very much. I agree with what your mother is saying. But you got to pick one of us. Because I'm going away for a very long time. <laughs> to prison? To, to not here. Yep. So, Bruno, your mum and I, we want to handle this like mature adults. We're going to handle our, our divorce mm-hmm. very, very responsibly. So we're going to make a seven-year-old child pick. Who the fuck do you want to <laughs> stay with, boy? Forever. No take-backsies. So, yeah, mum is like... um. Who do, do we, you, know, you can get to a we, good school we, in no, the city. No, so his mum's like, we trust you, Bruno. We want you to pick. 
You'll pick me, right? You love me more than your dad. You can come to the city and get a good school. <laughs> there are plenty of people your age in the city where I'm going. Mm. Huh? You want that, right? Don't you? Don't you, Bruno? And Bruno looks over at his sad dad in the corner and is like, I'll stay with my dad. And his mum's all like, No, think no, about it. Me. You, I'm your mum. I'm great. I'm superior. I read you that book. The, you know, I'm, I'm like that Pegasus. Yeah. But you're the Pegasus. And he's the father. <laughs> he was shit in the book. Yeah. No, I'll stay with dad. And <laughs> interior monologue. Bruno knew that his mum was strong and could make it anywhere, but that his dad sucked and would, would die alone. <laughs> so, in essence, Bruno's dad, weak. Bruno's mum, strong. Mm. Ergo, yeah, I'll stay with dad. Yeah. Why not? Because I, his child, am strong. You can tell because of the cold, dead eyes I already have at the age mm. of seven. Mm. Not sh- Well, I mean, to be fair, he d- yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> like a doll's face. Yeah, like a dead doll's face. Not a live doll, yeah. like Chucky. Well, yeah, he's terrifying. <laughs> so the next morning, uh, the mum leaves and is like, I'll go to the city with no other belongings other than this coat I'm wearing. Yeah, I'll visit once a month. <laughs> Um, Arrested Development narrator She did not visit once <laughs> per month Two years later she got married And then he only saw her at Christmas As per Bruno's expectations He knew He knew deep down He knew that she didn't care That fucking that Pegasus's mother Ugh. Ugh. It's not called the Pegasus's mum It's called the Life Pegasus goes on you know Yeah yeah, but not with the mum. Now that he was a single parent, Bruno's dad wanted to provide for his son and send him to a good school. So he started doing extra fishing jobs, like taking tourists out on his boat. They would all do some fishing and then throw the fish And he would take a photo and he would take them to the island and be like, I know which islands are good for fishing around here. Ah. But one day, two, like... These bystanders no, Not bystanders Jojo's bystanders No, no, though. no These two guys look They're just the most suspicious looking guys you've ever seen One guy looks like the lead singer from Smash Mouth um, um, do, Does he? Oh, he does, but with more goatee Frosted tips? Uh, I think one of them had Not frosted tips, but certainly tips These guys, they're like Hey man, take us to that island over there for fishing uh, that, that island's not good for fishing Hey man Take us to that island over there for fishing. I'm only going to say this one more time. The island's not good for fishing. Are you Are you dumb? And even then, the wheel of fate was turning. He took them to that island. And then island. they start their Blaz Blue battle. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape from wheels of fate. <laughs> Blaz Blue, central... F- oh my god. Can we make... No. Okay. Alright. <laughs> no, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say, can we make a fictitious JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fighting game title? Because you know how all Japanese fighting game titles are ridiculous? Oh, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven? Yeah, but like, that's pretty tame compared to things like the Blaz Blue Central Fiction, or Under Night In Birth Late Stay Exe, or Melty Blood. <laughs> you know, all of them are just ridiculous. Kind of like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure story titles. Yes! Phantom Blood. Phantom Blood. Battle Tendency. Battle Tendency doesn't make any sense. Stardust Crusaders. Who are they? Diamond is unbreakable. It is breakable. It's just plain fact. Vento Oreo. What even is a Vento? And the other ones, which I definitely remember, are uh, part Stone, six. Stone Ocean. Stone Ocean? Mm-hmm. That's impossible. Steel Ball. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> um, steel ball run. Steel ball run? And jo- How can you run without legs? And Joe Jolion. That doesn't make any sense. What is a Joe Jolion? So. Do you mean Jojo Lion? No, like Evangelion, Jojo Lion. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, yep, sure. The thing happens, and that thing is drug dealers. Bruno's dad getting shot seven times by drug dealers. He never saw it coming. Bruno didn't deserve this. Bruno's too cool for this. The Coast Guard fished him out of the drink. And he's all like, he got shot seven times. Gonna take him to the hospital. And Bruno's all like, Father, father, pa- don't die. Papa. Please, Papa, do not. I chose to live with you instead of my strong mum. And this is how you repay me? By getting shot? <laughs> I chose to live with you, not die. Papa, you're so selfish. How could you? You little bastard man. I'm going to go to Mama and she's going to live. <laughs> Forever. And ever. She's going to put on the stone mask. <laughs> I found this by the riverside and by this coliseum. Certainly I wouldn't just put it on you now that you're dying. No. You don't deserve it. You're too weak. (laughs) You know what the worst thing is? That could have been a genuine alternate timeline. (laughs) And who was that man who put on the stone mask, Liam? There's a um, spin-off slash semi-sequel novel to part five. Okay. Which we'll talk about in the coming weeks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just reading the Wikipedia synopsis for the other day, for it the other day, mm-hmm. and one of the plot elements is it in it is that they find a stone mask. What? Wait, is this like an actual fanfic or is it a um, canonical novel? I mean, canon is a bullshit concept, but um, okay, tell that to Star Wars. It was written not by Araki but illustrated by him, right? As part of like an anniversary celebration or so something. So it's it's like an endorsed. Kind of thing. I suppose so, from, yeah. from what I can tell. Right, interesting. And they find a stone mask and, and, and as part of it, and they're like, yep, they're gonna destroy this stone mask because the speed fat, speedway, <laughs> gonna destroy this stone mask because the Speedwagon Foundation wants us to. Remember them? Oh man, do you remember the Speedwagon? I remember the Speedwagon Foundation. Are we ever gonna see them ever again? Maybe someday. In like part 12. Maybe someday. Next episode. Do, 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 do. Liam, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> you just start floating upwards. Yep. Maybe one day, Nick, we'll finally be able to ascend into Jojo greatness. So dad gets big surgery and doesn't die, but he's... um. He's certainly not great. He's on life support, recovering from his wounds. Yeah. There's a detective that comes up to Bruno and is all like, Hey, I'm a detective. I'm wearing a trench coat. Turns out your dad... And a really ugly yellow tie. I didn't see the yellow tie. I did. I clocked that thing from a mile off. (laughs) You never would be seen in that. Um, Yeah, the guy's all like, yeah, your dad, drug deal. He was on the boat. Saw it happening. He got shot for it. We don't want him to die. Do you want him not to die? Then it looks like we've got mutual interests. (laughs) Let's team up. (laughs) No, um, but, but, says the narrator, maybe it would have been better for Bruno's life if his dad had died. Mm, Cut to night time. Hospital bedroom. Window open. Those two creepy guys sneak on in like, oh, we gotta kill this witness. You should have stayed dead, old man. Yeah. I've got one. <laughs> I've got a prescription for you. And it's called a knife. 12 cms of steel for you. <laughs> hey, you ever hear about the surgeon who kills people? Yeah. It's me. It's me. <laughs> kill a surgeon. Here we go. <laughs> Here I go killing again. Oh, But you know what's really the worst part? 
I'm not a licensed surgeon. I've just got this knife. You know what the worst part is? It's when I'm about to go kill someone and then their brat kid gets out from under the bed and stabs me in the throat. Yeah, good thing that's not going to happen here. (gasps) Irony! Bruno leaps out from under the bed. He holds the knife to the guy's throat. It's like, drop your knife. And there's a lot of yelling. Uh, Long story short, Bruno jumps onto this guy and like stabs him in in the the chest and just rips up. Probably through some ribs. And then just like... Runs at the other guy and like with pinpoint accuracy and like it's no big deal. Just stabs him right in the eye. And it's just like, cool. Cool. They're dead now. Bruno killed those two boys. And he just gets back to looking after his dad. Bruno Bucciarati committed murder at the age of 12. He knew the organisation that they belonged to would keep trying to get revenge. And he knew he couldn't trust the police. So he went to the shadowy organisation that runs this city. And we see him at that very same restaurant they all hang out at. Ooh, what's it called again? Libeccio or something. Libeccio. Liberaccio? Nope. Liblo. Roblo. Lad libs. Yeah, Libeccio. Libeccio. Bruno growing up in the mob montage where he's like, he had to do tasks for them in exchange for them keeping his dad safe. Not one time did I see him smile in that montage. No. At the same I mean, cold Have we dinner. ever seen him smile? Yes. No. Actually, now I think about <laughs> it. Wait, was he smiling when he was talking to Giorno about stopping the drugs? Could be. Hmm. Goddamn. He would have had a positive energy about him in that scene, at least. It's true. It's true. But he's not much of a smiler, is our boy Bruno. No, he's not. <laughs> So he's all like, ah, my father died. One day I'll stop the drug trade for the kids. Yes, because Bruno loathed that white powder that led to his dad's death. Mm. We were saying that they were selling drugs and he was the kid. Yeah. Ergo. We gotta stop the drugs from getting to the kids. kids. Yeah. So um, So Bruno's beating up this guy in the alleyway. He's like, you stay away from that family, bro. He's like, oh, okay, I'll do what the organisation wants. Great, okay, so... Holy shit, what's that in your pocket? <gasps> Drugs! The, that very same hateful white powder that led to my dad's death being sold by my own organisation? How could it be? No, but I thought this city was no good for that sort of thing. I thought there were no drugs, particularly for the kids. Oh, God. And then we see the wheel of fate turning, 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 turning. Zip. Zip, back to the present. Bruno is in the elevator, clutching the severed hand, being like, the most repulsive form of evil is the sort of people who use others then thoughtlessly discard them. Like, the boss. He's betrayed my heart yet again. Like back when I found the drugs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Zip. He goes down. Yeah, looks through the floor. I can see Trish is still alive down there, being carried by the boss. Oh, I'm going to drop this tracking device on his cloak. From this, in, like, 10-story elevator drop. shaft with yep. pinpoint accuracy. So he drops the little city... Uh, oh, the sun beetle. He drops the sun beetle brooch, uh, and then it, like, hitches onto the boss. Mm-hmm. And he's all like, okay. And he didn't feel it, because even though it's probably at, like, terminal velocity, it was very soft. And he's wearing a very large floaty coat. Ah. Which, to be fair, I think we all would if we could. Wear a big cloak. Yeah. Wouldn't we? I wouldn't. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, but I didn't see his face. Tisk. So he drops down. As I, well. I was just going to seek out your identity. But now that you've done this, I'm just going to kill you, man. I'm just going to fucking go for it. Yeah. So he drops down through the elevator. We see him doing a lot of cool... Zip work. Zip traversal. 
So he he makes a zip appear on a rope. Yeah. Or the the little cable that the elevator's yeah, on. Just rides that down. Rides makes that me, down. It makes me really want you know the PS4 Spider-Man game with really good traversal. Yeah. It makes me really want a Bruno Bucciarati zip open world traversal game. Yeah, but then you couldn't like swing anywhere. You'd just be yeah, like you could. zip. You'd like just shoot out a zip to the next building and zip yourself over to it. But wouldn't it just be punching a hand there? Yeah, it gets the job done. That's true. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, so he jumps down, goes through a wall, and he's like, I will take him out from the fire escape. Taking a shortcut. Yeah. Looking into this next room over. Zook. Ah, there's a speck of blood by that cupboard over there. Look inside. Ah, a secret. Secret. A secret. <laughs> a secret. Boop, boop. So it's Inconclusive. like... Inconclusive. Inside. <laughs> Doubt. Uh, inside the... What is that, floor. Like a, little, a little dresser yeah. that opens up. There's a hole in the floor. That leads down. Into a big staircase. Ooh, Italy. Oh, he's gonna... He was planning to escape through this cupboard into (laughs) Narnia. (laughs) Well, I'm not having any of that shit. I'm not gonna let him hang out with Aslan and Mr. Tumnus while I'm stuck here with fucking Abakio. Come on, he hates Giorno. (laughs) Everyone likes Giorno. Yeah. Not as much as me, though. Of course, we've got a special relationship. We're special friends who hate the boss and the drugs. Meaningful eye contact. Hey, Nick. Yeah? Shut up. Why? Because I want to share with you (gasps) some words of wisdom from Hirohika Araki. Bit late in the app. Yeah, I forgot I was going to do it this week. (laughs) Okay. So we're doing this this week, and then we're going to do the Jojo Velo commentary for King Crimson as soon as I can, but it talks about the boss's identity. So we need to wait until... We find out who the boss is? Yeah, which is going to be a while. Hmm. What if he's Jorno? Oh... This is from volume 56 of the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure manga. <gasps> okay, big numbers. Weird imagery. It's accompanied by a picture of Hirohik Araki looking into one of those makeup mirrors. But you can just directly see his face in the makeup mirror. His eyes. And there's no mouth. Yeah. It's weirding me out. He writes. Hit me. I've been asking myself for a long time, why do foreign movies come out in Japan so much later than in other countries? Mm. When it's an American blockbuster, I can understand that it comes out after the United States. But looking at the Men in Black trailer, at the end I saw the names of every country it was already out. I realised just how much Japan was lagging behind. My patriotism took a heavy hit, and that's why I've decided to talk about it. Please show us these movies sooner. You know what? Living in Australia? We can relate. We can fucking relate. It's changed a bit in the last 10 years or so, I think, but... A bit, but not much. Didn't Toy Story 4 come out, like, super early this year and we only got it, like, last month? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Neither do I. (laughs) I know that we barely just got something big recently. Oh, okay. Maybe it was Men in Black. Maybe. Uh, I can't remember. But anyway, plenty of films that we get, like, six months later. For no reason. Just cause. That's it. Okay. Fuck that noise, man. (laughs) My patriotism took a heavy hit when I realised that. I'll tell you that much for sure. Man. I don't know how I feel about that. About our country. Please. Our national identity. This is why I have to talk about it, Liam. Please show us these movies sooner. Please show us these movies sooner. Please. Show us these movies sooner. Please show us. Avatar 2. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean um, Avatar 2. The last uh, hairbender? Because they're hairs. Oh, I get it. get it. There's a three and four confirmed. Yeah, and they've confirmed the titles. And I'm just pulling them up because they're great. Oh my God. Avatar 2 blew me away. 
Avatar 3. If, if it's good, that's yeah. gonna be reviews. Ugh. Oh, Jesus. Avatar, The Way of the Water. Uh-huh. The, the Seed Bearer. And The Quest for Iowa. Oh, man. Can't wait to find Iowa. Jesus fucking Christ. Which is your favourite Avatar sequel title? Uh, The Seed Bearer. <laughs> without a doubt. Just a guy walking around with a bag of seeds going, hello. We hope that's what it is. Yeah, I don't want to think of any other meaning for that other than a literal interpretation. Or maybe... Well, if it's, um... It's a guy who throws seeds at bears. If it's following the same sequel trajectory as the Shrek franchise, mm-hmm. then... The third one is the one where Jake Sully will have kids. Yes. Uh, So the seed bearer would refer to his wife, whose name I don't know. (laughs) The Avatar lady. Yeah. Not the the Na'vi lady. Zoe Saldana's character. I don't know. Yeah. Who would bear his seed (laughs) to have his child. Wouldn't he be bearing the seed just all the time? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not worth commenting on. Oh, okay. All right. But now... Since she's bearing his seed, it is worth commenting on. Yeah, it's atypical. Ah. He's an avatar and she's a Na'vi. Can they be together? Yes. Okay. They were in the first film. All right. And there was that big tree. Yeah. See, the tree was the best part of it and they just glossed over it. It's like, come on, guys. Show us more about this tree. Use the logical thingamajiggies. Make aliens. The movie? The movie. (laughs) Do it again! (laughs) But in the Avatar world. And make it more like Gladiator! Alright, so... Russell Crowe is now Ripley. Oh man, that'd be good. Bruno takes his zip shortcuts, doing a lot of cool traversal. He hides behind a pillar and he's like, Ah, yep, here they come. Gonna get them. And then we hear the voice of a man who's all like, Don't do it, Bruno. Go home. I'll fucking kill you. (laughs) If you step out from behind that pillar, you're dead. You will literally just fucking die. I'll kill you. I'm the boss. Or am I? You don't know. <laughs> and Bruno's all like, that's the boss. 100% that's him. <laughs> so he then goes, wait, moment of hesitation. Nah, fuck this. I'm going to murder him. Big attack. Goes to attack. But he's not there anymore. And Trish is falling to the floor. And then from the other side of the pillar he's hiding on, the boss's stand reaches out and grabs Sticky Finger's arm and like does a big arm break on it against the pillar. What? What? But that breaks continuity. How could Trish oh. be alone on the ground when he was there but a moment ago? He's gone. He does that big zip arm shoot again. He's um, all like, junk. Gets to Trish, puts her hand back on like it's no big deal. A little zip. Yep. And then we can hear the boss be all like, You've done well, my apprentice. No, you've oh. done pretty poorly, my apprentice. You've made a shit choice, Anakin. Why are you doing this, Bruno? I respected your work as a capo. You were pretty good, but has that made you... Pretty good. But have you become greedy? Now that you're a capo and you've got a, a taste of the finer things in life? Do you want more, Bruno? Is or that what this is about? Did the mission make you cocky and you thought you could take me on like a real idiot? Because that was a dumb choice either way. And now I'm going to kill you. And Bruno's all like, when Trish wakes up, I'm going to tell her her father never existed. And he's like, who gives a shit about Trish? What? Why would I care about Trish? She's going to die. It's like, like it's you. Trish. Like, come on. Yeah. You could never understand what I'm going through in my brain, the boss. Unzip <laughs> my face. Get out my cell phone. <laughs> call Jorno. Yo, Jorno. Hey, Jorno. I'm talking to the boss. He's a real piece of shit. Get a load of this guy. Waving cell phone at the boss for microphone. I love how so much of our comedy is visual in a podcast. You're like, throw the phone over. Hey, check this guy out. Oh, this was a poor choice. 
Jordan's like, I'm on my way. Just, just haul him off. I'm looking at the tracking. He's, he's behind the pillar, two meters away from the stairs. But wait, something's, something's wrong. wrong. You're there. And Bruno's all like, punch behind the pillar. Big punch. Bruno zips away the fragments of the pillar, which is pretty cool. Pretty like, fucking rad. Little... Like bit by bit, they go left and right. Yeah, yeah. Like you're, like you're, like um, chopping up a cheese. carrot or a or a piece of prosciutto. You know, mm-hmm. when you put those Big. angles on it. Exactly. Yeah. And you're all like, shink, shink, shink. And it's all. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you do, when you throw something up into the air and you do a big, big sword slash. Yes. And then the, everything goes black except for the, the light of the light of your blade's trajectory. Like and then fruit ninja. When it comes back together, it floats in motion for a mere moment mm. and, then and then splits then... apart, landing perfectly in your dish. Right as you chink the knife mm. back into yeah. his holster. He does that, but with a pillar. And his fist. zips. <laughs> Why is Bruno so fucking cool? Bruno, we were saying during all of his traversal stuff, like, this guy's so fucking cool, and his power should be so lame. It's like, I have zips. And yet. <laughs> and fucking yet. But when he when he throws away that pillar and attacks the shadowy figure behind it. It's not the boss. It's him. <gasps> what? What? The fuck is going on? How? I don't know. But the boss exposits. Yep, the boss who like looms up behind him and he's talking through like his stand's mouth is moving and we just see like his shadowy silhouette behind the stand. And he's all like, Bruno, you fucking idiot. You're, Let me tell you're fucking you, dead now, mate. You know how you thought that you were standing over there? Well, in a few seconds time, you'd be here. So I showed you that with my power of my stand. King Crimson. I know that! That's the one I caught the Vagabundiva! Yep, I showed you as a parting gift. You witness yourself a few seconds in the future. Anyway, gonna kill you now, and then he cacuines him. Bruh! Sploosh. Your oh. last mission has come to an end. Dun 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 So let's talk a bit briefly about the design of um, this King, stand. King, King Crimson yeah. the Terrifying? Yeah, yeah. Big angry face. Uh, wait, are we talking about the album Bo. cover of oh, King Crimson? No, I'm talking about the stand. Okay, great. Because um, King Crimson, that album cover of... Is it 21st Century Schizoid Man? Where it's just a big face that looks really unnerved. It's just like... Uh-huh. Oh no, it's in the, the court of the Crimson King. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, look at that face. Big, disturbed face. Big, like... Uh... So, King Crimson the stand. He has a very long sort face. Pink, 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 pinkish red. Reddish pink. Yeah. Uh, and white colour scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like got a motley pattern on his body. Yep. Weird checks on like the sides of his face. Yeah, yeah. Um, thin face, angry expression. And then on his forehead... Another littler face. Even angrier. Like a, like a nose, but a face somehow. Yeah, but above the nose, on the forehead. Yeah. Nothing makes sense with this man. Yeah. Truly a terrifying stand. Strong. St- well, I don't know how it works. I still so, don't get okay. it. I was going to bring this up next week, but since you've raised it, yeah, there's a, a meme in the JoJo community. I've seen YouTube videos of the most confusing stands with that face. And I'm like, really? So the thing about King Crimson is... It doesn't make any sense? No, it's fine. Like, it, okay. There's two issues here. Mm-hmm. The first is that that bad part five translation just really muddied the waters by just explaining it wrong and then doing pre-chapter explanations being like, we explained it wrong last time, here's what it actually does, and then explaining it wrong again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. The other thing that I, the other theory I have about it is it's it's a very easy power to grok, 
like just get right in your brain. Yeah. But it's one that's hard to articulate accurately. Right. Okay. And I think that is the source of the meme. Right. So I understand that. Okay. I get that he would be like in the future, he would be there. Yeah. And then King Crimson brings him there. The fact that he saw himself also feels a bit like a kind of an inconsistency with how the stand is used a bit later. Right. But you, there are ways you could justify that. Okay. But um, as for what its power actually does, we'll see it in more detail next week. So let's talk okay. about it then. Okay. I will predict what it actually does. Of course. Later. And that brings us to our highlights and lowlights <gasps> segment. Oh my God. But what's going to happen to Bruno? Okay. Highlights. My highlight is Bruno zipping around the cathedral, being like, I'm great, zip, 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 down the shaft, zip down the shaft. (laughs) Just, why is it so cool? (laughs) I don't understand. He has zips. Zips! Mm -hmm. Everyone has zips. Unless they have a button fly. Oh, you're right. God damn it. Never mind. Touche. Good point. What's your highlight? Uh, My highlight is the boss just going, don't do it, Bruno. (laughs) Just, Just don't be a fucking idiot here. Yep. Don't be a hero, Bruno. Oh, means... um, honourable mention to Bruno unzipping his face and pulling out a phone. Yes. Oh my god. What the fuck? He'll never look in my face. So many just, like, good moments. Like, Trish has disappeared. You're like, what? Oh, man. So yeah, good. that's really cool. Oh, so good. So good. Lowlights? Hmm. Because I know what mine is. Oh, really? Walking around the cathedral doing nothing oh, for, like, thought, five minutes. I thought that was cool. I thought it was atmospheric. Yeah, but at the it's same like building time... building tension, you know? But it took so long! It wasn't like five minutes, it was like a minute tops. Uh, too long. Too long, man. Like, I get they're walking through the cathedral, but then nothing was happening. They were just walking. Tension. Was... Her eyes were downcast. I guess. They could have been talking. No. They talked when they got to the elevator. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But then that was also time we could have spent more with Bruno's backstory. More downtrodden past. More... Interesting shit. My low light is Bruno's mum being like, you love me, right, Bruno? Did it make you uncomfortable? Or did it just make you go, what a shit mum? I was like, oh, mum, this is sad. Well, yeah. No, no, but like, this is sad, mum. On you. I mean, this is, you you just, this is a new low, mum. I'm going to go join the mafia. At least that's a bit better than this. Bye. The poor dad. Mum's left. He got shot. He died. Yep. He had to sell out his tourist business for the uh, the hospital fees. So, Nick. Yes. Trish. <gasps> they found her. She's okay. Okay. But. Bruno. Yeah. Big hole in chest. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Um, Friends coming for him. Uh-huh. The boss. He's there. He's up in the mix. He's got a power. King Crimson. King Crimson. They don't want to give Trish to the boss anymore, I'm pretty sure. <gasps> Trish has a stand power. What's going to happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 Vento Oreo in the episode entitled The Mystery of King Crimson. Hmm. The Mystery of King Crimson. Oh, and Rosetto Nero, still at large. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't deal with Rosetto Nero at all. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that he would just show up, but no. We don't get to see nails yet. Nope. I still hold that it might be possible that the boss's stand is Rosetto Nero. Not King Crimson. It's a good point, though. It's a good counter-argument. But maybe... King... Maybe... Hmm. I don't know. But there's no way Rosado Nero can be human. There's no way. With those eyes. With those fucking that eyes. Outfit. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Okay, okay. Let's think. Let's... Shit is wild right now. Shit is wild. Bruno got punched through the chest. Not even punched. Just literally like a... Whoop. 
like a one inch punch at best. Otherwise, it's just uh, it went like all the way through. No, no, I mean like he was one inch away and oh, then just right. all the way through. Yeah, like no, like lean back and then lean forward and right through him. It was just like I've got my fist on your back and now you're dead. Oh, yeah. Um. Hmm. Okay. So I reckon Bruno won't die. Okay. I think Bruno is too cool. He'll zip up his chest wound. He'll, yeah, exactly. He'll zip up his chest wound or something ridiculous. Uh, or maybe the boys will show up. Jorno will just give him a new heart. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. do this. I'm Jorno. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Trish will save the day. Oh, yeah. Maybe? Maybe. I'm not sure, though. But I feel like Trish's stand is going to come out next episode. Oh, yeah. And she'll be all like... In times of emotional crisis. Yeah. And she'll be like, fuck you, dad. You yeah. never loved me. Yeah, dad. The only thing you ever did was try to kill me. And you couldn't even do that. Yeah, idiot. Fucker. Um, and what what of the boss? Well, the boss is probably going to get away. Ah, okay. Uh, because I feel like King Crimson is going to show up more than just next episode. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, the stand seems fucking weird. So, okay, so here's how I think it works. Sure. Stand goes in. He... Si- Guts come out. That's what <laughs> killing Bruno is all about. Mm, um, stand sees things in the future. And then can make them happen now. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, or maybe he's like, I can manipulate the wheel of fate, motherfucker. And so he can, like, push things to be a certain way in the future. And then it's like, they're here now. Oh, yeah. Like, circumstance. Yeah. Like, minor differences. He can be all like, that's right. We're I'm switching to the reality where the other thing was happening. Yeah. Or something to that ridiculous extent. Um, but it's, it's weird that he said, this is you in the future. But here, <laughs> it's like, okay, how did he get behind the pillar in the first place, though? Like, was he dragged by him in the different reality of some kind or something? I don't know. So anyway, mm-hmm. King Crimson's weird. He might be multifaceted. Maybe he's time and My space. advice is don't think too hard about the thing where Bruno saw himself. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe he's just some weird time shit. <laughs> and then Trish might also be some weird time shit. Yeah. Because it runs in the family. Like what? Uh, maybe... You know what? No, maybe she can just be like a big T-Rex. Cool. Because we saw the big T-Rex thing and you were like... Don't, don't look What are you that. talking about? You remember in, um, Babyface oh, um, episode? No, in, um, Train episode. Yeah, Train episode. she left her big claw. Yeah, left the big claw there mm-hmm. and she was like, what is this? And you were like, trust me, that's not... That's nothing. That's not it. <laughs> it might look a bit like that, but honestly, not at all. Alright, pretty comprehensive. Let's wrap it up. Okay. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Thank you and good night. If you would like to donate to our humble Patreon, patreon.com slash Jojo's World. We have multi features. We have bonus apps, and that's about it. And until next time, to, to be, be continued. continued. Arrivederci.